Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you. Hello there. Welcome to episode 103 of 15 Minutes of Genius. We have broken the 100 episode barrier. And for those that have not watched episode 100, we had uh, not only then Patrick Schwarzenegger, uh, CPG extraordinaire, investor, advisor. He opened uh, different Blaze Pizza locations. He's invested in Kitu Life, like Super Coffee and Liquid IV and all these great brands and Poppy. And so anyway, make sure to check out that episode. If you just search on YouTube, uh, episode 100, 15 minutes of genius. So there you go. Uh, big plug to Mark Nicholas, Mark N at ManhattanBeatStudios.net, not .com, .net. .net is the new .com. So Mark, awesome guy. He put this entire show together. And uh, there he is. There's the man. He's got a nice trippy halogen light thing going on behind him. There you go. And a Syracuse, Syracuse shirt. So uh, there you go. <laughs> go Syracuse. <laughs> Very prideful, very prideful for his school. So awesome stuff. And he played football out there, right? I think. So very cool. All right. He, you can't hear him. He's talking to my ear. So, all right. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to introduce our guest because I can't just keep talking about uh, about me and our, and our producer forever. That wouldn't really be a great show, right? This is about our guests bringing on great entrepreneurs and visionaries with unique products. And this one's really unique. I've never seen anything like this. So this is going to be a treat, pun intended. So Jake Canneller with Sweet Nothings, a little bit about his brand. Sweet Nothings makes ready-to-eat spoonable smoothies out of a blend of organic fruits, nuts, and seeds. You can find them in the frozen fruit aisle of thousands of grocery stores across the country. In e-commerce platforms and on their own D2C site, which is www.eatsweetnothings.com, they are on a mission to make it easier to eat more of what you need, right? and less of what you don't by providing, uh, by proving that healthy can and should taste delicious. So think, think of it as spoonable smoothies that's frozen, but on the go. Jake, how's it going, my man? You do a better pitch than me. I need to start bringing you into some, some buyer meetings. Um, exactly. It's going well. I just, Thanks uh, for having me on. I've watched for a while, so it's good to be here. Definitely, definitely. And uh, yeah, man, if you want to bring me to any meetings, just make sure if we do close the deal that I get ongoing commission perpetuity forever. That's my only ask. Yeah, you and every broker. But I, I do feel <laughs> like, I mean, we could do a one-two punch on, we're bringing you a smoothie for a refrigerated, we're bringing you a smoothie for the for the freezer. It's sort of a two-for-one special. We got to talk about that. Exactly. And we just, we got to say like, if the buyer is only handling frozen, bring in the buyer for refrigerated. You know, and then if I'm exactly. talking to refrigerated, bring in the buyer for frozen. We're doing a two two in one meeting right here, right now. I like that. The smoothie, smoothie the, the smoothie brigade, yeah. The smoothie brigade. I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> and we gotta bring in uh what's the other brand? Like whatever. Uh like there's one that um ample where it's like a smoothie but it's dry. It has oh, the, yeah. it has the yeah. powder and you add water. Oh, so we'll have in here too. Yeah. yeah, we'll have dry, refrigerated and frozen all in one meeting. <laughs> we have all of our bases covered. 
Exactly. It's going to be, that's a lot of buyers. They're going to pull half the buyers from their corporate office just to handle our meeting. So, <laughs> all right. So let's get into it, man. This is, it's already, it's already, it's already, uh, it's funny. So, all right. So uh, I want to hear more about your, your product. Okay. And uh, the story. So this is obviously interesting. This is disruptive. It's different um, where it's something that's in the freezer aisle, but it's not frozen fruit. It's not ice cream. It's something that's decadent, delicious, but also very healthy. Like maybe I've already said why we wanted to release this, but what was the like impetus of creating this type of product? And where, what, when did it like strike you that there was a need for something like this? So tell us about your ideation and how you actually brought this to market. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, a lot of the, the idea um, credit goes to my co-founder, Beth. So I'll tell her background and story too, because she's obviously a, a major part of it. Um, I think both of us, and we took very different paths to to get to this point. For me, it was um, working in finance, then working in food. Um, for Beth, it was more her background and, and being a parent. But both of us saw a need in the market to create a truly good for you food brand. I think there's tons of awesome companies tackling better for you, right? Whether it's a better for you tortilla chip or a better for you um, ice cream, they're delicious. They are better for you. Um, I enjoy eating them, but we felt there was still this sort of hole, particularly in frozen of a truly good for you item that was nutrient dense and antioxidant rich and full of stuff that somehow uh, as uh, the, the most sophisticated country in the world, most of us still don't get enough of every day. Um, so, so that was really the impetus of this truly good in Frozen. Beth um, played around with a million different ideas in her kitchen. Um, her two kids, Shane and Chasen, as we say, are really the, the two chief product officers because they veto or approve everything we do. But she got a home ice cream maker. She started throwing in fruits and then added some cashews and added chia seeds and um, a little bit of balsamic into our strawberry. And all of a sudden had developed these six different flavors that were really tasty and felt indulgent yet had no added sugar and were organic and plant-based. And pretty early on, Beth, her husband, me, when I'd come over to their house, we realized we were eating this product at 10 a.m. as a mid-morning snack or as a 3 p.m. pick-me-up because it was just fruits and nuts and seeds. There was nothing bad in it. It wasn't, okay, this is a better for you dessert. It was just a good for you smoothie bowl, almost like a mini acai bowl. And so that was really the the impetus for going in the direction of the spoonable smoothie. And, and as we sort of were chatting about a, a little bit, going into this new category that hadn't really existed before. So what is the, you know, I'm sure you get this from whether it's investors or also from, you know, from buyers, but what is the usage occasion for something like this? Is this something, because when it's frozen, you know, does, do people want frozen things for, um, for breakfast? Do they want it as a snack in the middle of the day? How does this product do in cold areas of the country, right? Like, you know, during the winter time where it's like sub-zero temperature. So I'm, I'm just curious, like, where from your feedback from customers where when when are they having this is it morning is it afternoon or tell us more about usage occasion the usage occasion that we see is actually quite similar to when people would eat an energy bar so for different groups it, it plays a different role we have some parents who 
um, grab two out of the freezer and give them to their kids on the way to school because their kids refuse to eat breakfast, but they get a little energy and some great nutrients in before their day. Um, we have people who are working from home who say they grab it at 3 p.m. with their second cup of coffee every day when they're craving something sweet but don't want to crash from um, a bunch of sugar and are sick of eating um, bars or trail mixes or whatever they were usually snacking on at that time. So we're really seeing, we, we surveyed a bunch of customers hoping that there would be one or two usage occasions that we could really sort of dial in and focus on. And the result was sort of from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. There were different groups for different reasons from that light breakfast to that healthy indulgence eating these spoonable smoothie cups. Love it. So uh, let's get into the name because the name is always, you know, I, I've, I've heard about your brand, right? I know you've been breaking into some stores down here uh, where, we're, where I'm based in Southern California, like Erwan or Bristol Farms, Lazy Acres. So let's talk about the name, right? Sweet Nothings. Where did this name come from? How was it created? And then what is your top, like just for other entrepreneurs to know, like what is a top selling flavor, right? What is doing best in the market? Yeah, so the name, just like the product Beth gets credit for as well, um, she came up with it. She really was trying to come up with a name that could evoke this healthy indulgence of there's nothing bad in this. It's all healthy foods, but it also it is creamy and spoonable and does satisfy that sugar craving. Um, when she first told it to me, I immediately thought of the, the Calvin Harris and I think it's Florence and the Machine song, if you know what I'm talking about, um, that I still dream to be our theme song one day. Is it called Sweet Nothing? Is that the name of the song? Called Sweet Nothings. I'm not going to sing it because I have a horrible voice and um, can't have that on the internet, but it's a great song. Um, I think it was like maybe 2010 or, or around that time, probably like 10 years ago. Um, but they have a song called Sweet Nothings that I still want to be our theme song one day. Um, coming, but coming to really, a karaoke bar near you uh, with oh, Jake. Yeah. With Jake on stage. Our team offsite. Our team offsite. Everyone just has to do a rendition. Exactly. Requirement. <laughs> uh, in terms of most popular flavors, um, we're really seeing our more fruit flow forward flavors continue to perform exceptionally well. And now we've actually added veggies into a few. So our mm -hmm. strawberry is a top seller. Our tropical greens, which has spinach and pineapple and spirulina in it, um, does really well. We have blueberry that has some beet in it for some beady undertones. And for all this, we're using organic, whole, real ingredients. So you can taste the spinach that comes from this family farm on the central coast of California. You can taste the real beets because it's not like we're just using a juice or a concentrate. It's, it's whole beet, just like you use whole coconut. And I'm sure you can appreciate like that matters. You can taste it. Um, it, it changes the nutrition profile, the fiber. So that's really important to us. And, and that's what I admire about the Genius brand as well. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's really, I think you said it like in, you know, or I said it based off your LinkedIn profile um, in the intro, which is where nutrition meets deliciousness. And if you can have both of those together and have it be very, very minimal and simple and still be really, um, really freaking good, that's the recipe for a very um, successful product, right? Whether it's Sweet Nothings or Genius. So, uh, getting into it, um, innovations, right? I, I like to talk about this where you have right now ice cream. And it's amazing. The amazing thing is also that that's all it is. Like that tells you that when it's from nature and it's simple, pure form, 
and you mix it together, you don't need to have all these added sugars to it or natural flavorings or all these different things. All you have to have is just the fruit and the veggie. And with sweet nothings, like they're making something like spinach or beet actually taste good when it's mixed in with other fruits in a frozen form. So for that, that's, that is, um, that's really amazing that you actually pulled that off, man, from an innovation standpoint. So how, how has it been, you know, because again, you know, with other entrepreneurs watching this and getting a lot of views, how has it been with D2C, right? Because I remember it was in your intro, D2C, frozen D2C, I, I, thought, I would think that it would be a freaking nightmare to do that, to get it there frozen, especially when it's like 110 degrees in parts of the country or more. So how have you been handling that? And how did you find the right partner um, to make sure that it gets to the customer intact so you're not, you know, it's not arriving as a soup? Yeah, that everything you said is correct. I, I um, D2C is a, a very small part of our business. It's sort of 10% of, of monthly revenue. It's almost um, like a marketing. It's like a marketing tool almost. Yeah. And, and for us, it was, okay, we have to figure out the right infrastructure to be able to send buyer's product and keep it frozen and have it arrive in beautiful format. So mm -hmm. once we're going through the operational heavy lift of making sure we have a way that's affordable to send to buyers across the country, particularly in a COVID world where you're not delivering hand delivering samples. Okay. We also can use that capability for our super fans who want to buy 12 of a single flavor, a 12 pack of a flavor, or who want to try two of each of our six flavors in a, in a variety pack. Let's have that be an offering, but we don't spend any money on Facebook and Instagram ads around it. We don't bank on that being uh, the driving force of this sort of next phase of growth. It's really the wholesale, the brick and mortar, the online retailers like Amazon Fresh and Thrive Market and, and Fresh Direct. It's um, food service as it comes back, corporate and university cafeterias. So D2C is, um, is horrible for frozen. Just <laughs> yeah, you just said it straight up. It, it is horrible. And hopefully at some point it becomes a more sustainable model. But the fact that, you know, because we're perishable, that that's already hard enough, right? I mean, we pull it off. Uh, we do have a great partner for that, which we brought on the show, you know, Perishable Shipping Solutions, PSS. We brought on Danny Cazullo, oh, yeah. one of the co-founders. So they, you know, they've proven to be, you know, a solid partner. Uh, but, you know, they have to put in dry ice and ice packs and it gets heavier and it gets more expensive and the box gets bigger, which makes it even more expensive. <laughs> I can only imagine that with Frozen that if anything goes wrong, if anything goes wrong in the shipment where it's delayed by a day or it's left out on the porch in the sun, baking in the sun, it's just going to melt. So, but I know that yeah. one thing that I want to mention just for people watching is that because of the surge of D2C, right? And how many new co how many companies are now using that and, and consumers are really depending on ordering online. There are companies coming online, fulfillment 3PL companies to do this and to do it more efficiently and more dependably. So I've heard in 2022, there's gonna be like hundreds, if not thousands of new companies that are going oh, wow. to do perishable and also frozen uh, because it's Music coming- it's becoming high in demand and it never really was, you know, for perishable or frozen for dry, of course, cause it's easy to ship dry, but for perishable, it's been really hard to find the right partner. And so you have to get lucky almost. So anyway, yeah. that's, on, that's on, it, the it's, on the horizon. It's so counterintuitive. Yeah. We're like, our, our 
our product is the most expensive on our website than anywhere, which like is counterintuitive. You'd think, okay, I'm buying directly from <laughs> exactly. a brand. It should be the most affordable. It's the worst margin for us because of the FedEx two day and the dry ice. So yep. um absolutely excited for these new companies to come online next year. But in the meantime, going to continue to focus on getting into more grocery chains, getting into more of these online retailers who handle that fulfillment on your behalf, those channels that are better margin wise, better for consumers, better for us. It's sort of a no brainer. Exactly. Don't you love getting those emails where, where customers are like, I can get it for this much in the store. Why is it more expensive on your website? And you have to answer that email like, you know, a hundred times a week, right? So- And it's better for us. I mean, get those velocities up at retailers. Like I would rather someone go buy it at, you going to buy it at Gelson's or, or Bristol Farms or Erewhon or Lassen's down by you than ordering from our site. It's it's everyone wins. Exactly. <laughs> and for Frozen, that's, that's a unique proposition, maybe for Perishable as well. Like for Dry, I think, every brand would probably much rather on their site. You don't need to ship it with anything. You can ship. I, I always joke that my next brand is going to be popcorn. Like exactly. Not, not being in frozen. I'm going to capture air from the highest mountains in the world and just sell air to people, you know, <laughs> Himalayan, Himalayan or Mount, you know, Mount Shasta or Mount Whitney air in this bag. <laughs> That's that's that should be the next idea. Optimum shipping Rattle, rates. That is some good margin. Yeah, great margin. All right, but it's it's <laughs> expensive to get up on those mountaintops, so that might you mm -hmm. know that might cause a problem. So anyway, uh, all right, man. Well, let's get into our next segment, which is called rapid fire questions. Rapid fire questions. All right. So uh, you're going to be the second person to uh, have these new questions. We had. Patrick Schwarzenegger, who got these questions first. I threw in a couple for him that I'm, I think I'm going to keep in here because, you know, they're good questions. <laughs> so, right. uh, pressure is on. Yeah, pressure is on. Um, I try to make it fun, but also a little bit harder to answer because we had the same questions for 50 episodes. And I'm like, we got to do something different. So here we go, man. Right. You're, you're kind of like the semi-guinea gu pig here, but let's do this. Yeah. All right. All right. Question number one. For music, which decade is best, the 70s, 80s, or 90s? I think uh, I think it has to be 90s. I think you have so much eclectic music from the hip-hop. You're starting to have Tupac, I feel like, early Eminem, along with, obviously, all the great rock going 90s. Awesome, 90s. All right, two guests with that question, two for two for the 90s. Go 90s. All right, what do you do for exercise? Uh, I like to run and hike. I feel like all of us in, in the CBG space spend so much time inside that I really try to spend my exercise time outside because even just a walk around the block is so good for the mental health, but mostly try to do exercise outside. So running, hiking, those sorts of things. Love it. Very cool. Yeah, I'm a big runner myself. So I even have an Instagram channel, Instagram page called Running at Running on Genius. So Running on Genius. I like it. I've also seen your LinkedIn on on your golf game. Yep. That's a good outdoor activity. I've never gotten into it, but it feels like a good way to unplug a little bit. It, it is amazing. And there's some great courses up there. Um, you know, you're in, the, in NorCal, San Francisco, but like when you start going into like 
you know, Sonoma County or like Sacramento and like kind of more inland where there's more space because San Francisco, there's no space for a golf course. Right. <laughs> It'd be like <laughs> a billion dollar golf course based on the real estate value. Really, um, truly. Yeah, I, I've golfed in Napa up there. It is absolutely beautiful, clean air, um, all that good stuff. Yeah, golf is awesome. is therapeutic and it gets your mind to not say, you know, you kind of opened up a can of worms with that with bringing that up. Mental. <laughs> yeah. Mental, Mental focus, mental focus, and not getting off your game. The best players in the world are the ones that they do make mistakes. They make bad shots, but they never make two bad shots in a row. So that's that's Good what lesson I, for entrepreneurship. Yep, exactly, man. It really crosses over. All right. Movie you can watch an unlimited amount of times. Oh, that's easy for me. I am a rom-com guy. Love Actually. Love Actually. I've probably watched that movie... 50 times. All right, Liam Neeson, right? Like, I'm going to find you. I'm going to take you. I'm going to date you. And then I'm going to marry you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what I, whenever I say Liam Neeson, I think of him as, uh, what's his name? Quag John, Quag Jong in, in Star Wars and, um, and then Taken. Those two things. <laughs> All right. They could make 12 Takens and I'd still watch them. Oh, they're amazing. They're amazing. It's just, yeah. it's all about Liam Neeson could literally be like in a DMV renewing his driver's license for two <laughs> hours. And I will freaking watch that, man. <laughs> what do you mean I have That's to wait another enough. 45 minutes? All right. Uh, <laughs> chocolate, <laughs> chocolate or vanilla? Oh, I think vanilla. I've been, I've been eating a lot of vanilla bean mush recently yep. for breakfast and really been loving it. Shout out to Mush, Ashley Thompson. Yeah. Shout out. All right. Favorite country to travel to outside of the U.S.? Hmm. I mean, it's been so long. <laughs> right before COVID, I, uh, I went with my fiance to visit some of my cousins who live in London, and we had a really great trip. So sort of a, a boring answer, but I'll go with England. Yeah, they're not boring at all. England's great. We have a lot of Eng we have we have a lot of British viewers. Eng England is awesome. All right, <laughs> so got to cater to the audience, right? All right. So, uh, favorite Star Wars character? It also, probably cliche, but Yoda. I mean, there's just so many good one-liners that. That's my yeah. number one. Yeah. Uh, what, what does he say? Like, you do not try, do or do not. All right. What is your spirit animal? Ooh. Um, Could be Yoda as an animal. Wow. <laughs> so my fiance's last name is Wolf. So maybe I'll go Wolf. Feels wolf. like it all comes together. There yeah. you go, man. Um, I would say I would say Coyote for me. I, I've never actually answered that. I, I am Eagle is my my number one. But I've been getting into coyotes because at the golf course that I go to at night, there's coyotes. So if you stay too late on the golf course, coyotes will literally come out and and start. That's they, the closing crew. That's the closing crew. They're actually employees of the county of Los <laughs> Angeles. Yeah. And permanent yeah. members of that golf course at a public golf course. All right. Um, that could be a show like about coyotes. Do you like to drive an SUV, a coupe or a truck? An SUV, like a mid-size, like I could drive a Honda CRV for the rest of my life and be happy. I'm there not a go. huge car guy, and I just feel like it's so practical, plenty of space. 
reliable. Well, once you sell sweet nothings, man, or whatever your goal is, once you make a lot of money and become, you know, even more successful with sweet nothings, you can upgrade that Honda CRV, right? <laughs> Hopefully, I'll still like the Honda CRV. We'll <laughs> wow. You're loyal. It's like it's like you know it's like Warren Buffett. He still drives like a Honda Civic, I think. I think he still lives in the same house he like built in the '60s or something. Yeah, and he has a flip phone or something. Yeah, he's yeah. interesting guy. He's like you would never think he's a billionaire. Uh, for food, salty or sweet? Salty. Favorite day of the week and why? I feel like right right now we're getting good wins everything's going well with work that like, I really look forward to Mondays as like, it, it sounds sort of cheesy, but um, things are rolling. We have a great team now. Like I really, by the end of the weekend, I'm rested up. I'm ready to sort of rock again. Love it. All right. Monday, Monday, Monday. All right. That was also our last guest answer as well uh, with Patrick Monday. Mm. All right. Uber or Lyft or neither. I have to go. I've, I have some friends in San Francisco who have been longtime Uber employees and on the off chance that they, they watch, <laughs> I have to, I have to go Uber. Right on. Yeah. I think like Uber, yeah, kind of started like microly, like in the micro sense in San Francisco. Like I, I remember yeah. seeing Uber for the first time there in like 2008 or something or 2009. Yeah. But right. I like every time I'm going for a ride, I do that price compare, you know, cause yeah. sometimes it's just so different. Exactly. Uber is usually yeah. lower, right? All right. Yeah. LeBron James or Michael Jordan? MJ. Terminator 1 or Terminator 2? I actually don't think I've ever seen the Terminator movies. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Patrick. I hate to admit it, especially Patrick, right come, after Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah come, come back on the set here. Weekend. That's yeah. weekend homework for me, but I, I don't have... I don't have a good answer. You are so freaking. Like you're so lucky. The original yeah, you are so lucky that you haven't seen it. By the way, <laughs> I, I it's like oh, back. it's like never seeing like Michelangelo's David or like the Sistine Chapel, like not even knowing what it is, and you see it for the first time. <laughs> you know, not to compare a movie to like you know like uh, you know age old famous art, but but Terminator Two is my favorite movie of all time. Like, not only action, but all time. That's your answer to the other question. Movie you can watch over and over again. Exactly. Both. Boom, boom. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I'm very one. I'm all just right. like, that's it. And uh, all right. So, yeah. Watch that over the weekend, man. You know, I think it's on Netflix right now, too. All right. So, all right, fa favorite food or drink? If you're stuck on a deserted island, you cannot say genius juice, and you cannot say sweet nothings. Ooh, like a CBG brand, or I can go any direction. Like if you're on a deserted island, it could be anything. It could be water. It could be whatever. Just anything that you can consume. Or a brand. I, yeah, I uh, I love Vietnamese pho. I like noodle soup. My favorite food in the world. I'm I'm picturing this island as maybe being chilly at night. Um, and I, <laughs> I could eat that. I could eat that all the time. There you go. I think they have some electricity there to warm it up, you know, somewhere. Yeah, they, okay. they have some generators. That has to be a unique yeah, yeah, exactly. I've never heard that yeah. answer. All right, so that <laughs> is rapid fire questions with Jake Canneller right. of Sweet Nothings. And uh, yeah, and he's one of these, a CEO and co founder, by the way. I didn't mention that. 
So, yeah, Jake, man, really good to have you on our show. Thanks for taking the time. I know it's a little bit late right now, but, um, yeah, continued luck and uh, really want to see this thing grow even more. So um, awesome product, man. I look forward to going to Gelson's and trying it out. I will not be ordering it online just to help you guys. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And uh, thanks again for joining us on 15 Minutes of Genius. Yeah. See you soon. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. And we'll get that smoothie crew together soon. Absolutely. Giveaway on Instagram, right? For smoothies. We yeah, got to do it. it. Yeah. Do it. Awesome, man. Have a good night, Jake. All right. So that is episode 103 of 15 Minutes of Genius. Big plug to Mark Nicholas, Mark N. at Manhattanmeetstudios.net for your editing desires. He is awesome for photo, for video, and also doing your own podcast. Make sure to call him. Well, we don't have your number there. Make sure to email him, Mark N. at net, and he can help you out if you're looking to do one of these kinds of projects. All right. So make sure to also uh, tune in to 15 Minutes of Genius. It is posted with brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday on LinkedIn. It's also available on Apple Podcast and also on Spotify. So uh, that's it for us on this episode. And one last thing, stay genius, my friends. Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you.